0: RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: All right. I know everything's looking weird. Sounding weird. Let me know how it, how it is. I got a new camera and it's sounding very muffled. Fuck this shit, man. Oh my God. All right, guys, I, I need a goddamn producer. My producer's asleep behind me, as you can see. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. Hopefully, it'll it doesn't sound bad. So you, my producers on the chat will let me know. Um, yeah, I bought a new camera, thinking it would be better, but who knows? One day at a time. One day at a time. Sweet Jesus. Yeah, my name is Tara Devlin. This is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, and. We need that. Don't we need more of that? The sound is okay? Good. Thank you, Jim. It just sounds very muffled in my headphones. Wait. Hold on. Maybe I'll try these headphones. And see if it's a problem of headphones. Hold on. I know. All right, yeah. This is what you get. Oh, that does sound better. <laughs> Maybe it's my headphones. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. It's good? You like it better, Winston? The quality, the color quality? Yeah. Uh, hopefully it's better. Hopefully I'll learn how to adjust it <laughs> one day at a time. I have to fix I have to figure it out. All right. We have a lot to talk about, so I guess as long as the the feet it's all going through that's uh, everything else will fall into place and I uh, I really thank you guys for hanging out thank you for all your support and if you're on any other platform come on over to YouTube.com/slash C for channel slash to uh, hang out with the greatest chat in uh, in American history which is probably, I don't know, American history is... I don't know how uh, how much longer <laughs> American history will be. It's probably going to be a blip, considering uh, everything that's going on. We're not even 250 years old, and we're swirling the ball pretty rapidly. And I don't know, is there any de- democracy left to discuss, Jim says? No, there isn't, until we... Do something about it. I, I mean, I today, all right, we'll get into it. First, I just want to say thank you, Jim, right out of the gate for your super chat. As always, you keep me going, really, just psychologically and emotionally. It gets lonely in there sometimes. So I appreciate it. It really does help. And if you can, if you have the means, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to keep the show going and growing the show is also available on other independent liberal platforms like progressivevoices.com and uh, what else fyi and apsradio com. you might want to check that out and uh, yeah verdant square radio i believe we're still there i don't know all right i'm so i'm so aggravated today more than other days. Well, probably around the same. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I live in New York. Of course, well, just get ready, guys. Um, the Supreme Court, this illegitimate Supreme Court. Today, we knew this is, th- we knew it was going to happen. They uh, wiped their ass with, oh, I, I mean, states' rights, right? So here in New York, we have, we had restrictions on gun ownership that's why we have a low rate of gun massacres here and um and plus i mean we're we're a bunch of human beings packed in a small area in the city and in the uh, and, and in the boroughs too so um you had to show cause if you needed to conceal carry um let's say you worked at a deli or you were somebody that needed to make a bank deposit or things like that you were in fear for your life for uh, you know we don't we're not a, we're not a bunch of we, we're, this isn't the wild freaking west so but that's what the republicans are turning it into and i'm i'm sick of it really because this it's the tyranny of the minority now i don't know if you guys watched the January sixth hearing today. Where well, I did all day, and it was it was great. I lo- I enjoyed it immensely. I must say because I like that they're naming names, except what are the consequences? Perjury, Trader Green, Matt Getz. These people are walking free. Why is Steve Bannon still walking free? By the way, right without. You know, you could just be in contempt of Congress and go on your Nazi propaganda channel to foment an insurrection, to continue fomenting it, spreading the big lie. And that's what he's doing. I don't, and I don't, oh God, I just, it just crossed my mind. I forgot to grab this. Oh God, I hate when I do that because I made a mental note about this when I saw it. And because speaking of Steve Bannon he uh, he he made i don't know he was at he was outside a the court i don't know why he was in the court whatever who cares but he gave a statement first of all lock his ass up for one thing and while he was talking he said um he was talking about uh, the midterms and what they're going to do in the midterms how they're going to they're going to take back power and they're going to lock everybody up and he said it's going to be like uh, it's going to be a landslide here we go Uh, he said it will be a massive blowout like 1932 let me show you let me get myself out of the way there this piece of Steve And
0: we're winning everywhere. We're going to get 55 to 60% of the Hispanic vote this November. We're going to get 50% of the African American male vote this November. We're going to have a blow win. We're going to win 80 to 100 seat pickup in the House of Representatives. We're going to win the Senate. We're going to win school boards. We're going to win. We're going to threat these soros backed DAs. We're going to win state legislatures. We're going to win all the secretaries of state that are running. We're going to win the governorships. We're going to win the state legislatures. This is going to be a massive blot, like 1932. You're witnessing right now a political realignment, like 1932. And we will we will govern huh? for 100 years after you we won 100 seats. You saw it last night. Do you want to I'll govern as a one-party kind of uh, no, go- total to, no, government? No, no, no. Do you want to destroy Bullshit. the Democratic no, no, no. Party? No, no, no. We- oh oh no, no, no.
1: Okay, okay. First of all, let's. Let's get this clear. What is he talking about? This is going to be a massive blowout like 1932. What happened in 1932? That was the first time that the Nazis made, as well, he, right here from Wikipedia, the Nazi party, 1932, made significant gains and became, the, for the first time, became the largest party in the Reichstag. That's what he's talking about. What what else is the, what's the reference? Is this something on the top of everybody's head in 1932? We're going to have a blowout like in 1932. What happened in 1932 here? Did the Republicans, he's talking about the Nazis. He's a fucking Nazi, open Nazi. They are Nazis, they're openly Nazi. I don't know. I, 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 can't, I, I can't even repeat it enough. And they're proud of it. That's what they call themselves the proud pricks. They're Nazis. They're fascists. They're goddamn white supremacists. They're Nazis. And um, there's a new documentary on Netflix about how people fall into... Uh, down the, down the rabbit hole on the web and get caught up in all kinds of bullshit. And there's one episode about a girl who got involved with, uh, with one of these fucking Trump, uh, Nazi regime thing. What, 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 not that, you know, one of the, one of the brown shirt brigades, not that, I think it was the, was it the, oh no, it was the, uh, project Europa. Or something—that's what it's called. Yeah, but they're—it's these are all Trump support. They—they're the ones who organized the the uh, Unite the Right rally. But they're—they're they're Nazis. They're open Nazis. And we better be very—I—I I, I don't know. I—I I don't even know what to do at this point. They are rolling back our rights as as citizens, they're attacking women's rights, they're attacking decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. They're attacking the uh, the, the social compact, the body politic. They're attacking a- anybody who's not them. And I'm goddamn sick of it, really? So this Supreme Court ruling, First of all, I'm like, okay, just let me roll back for a second with Steve, with looking at Steve Bannon. What? Would they fucking lock him up already? Where, where's the cops? Where's the Justice Department? There he is. Merrick the Meek. He's right out there in the open. Take him in for questioning, at least. Do something. These effing traitors are ar- running around fomenting. Insurrection and lying, and I'm sick of it. I'm really goddamn sick of it. I'm sick of the tyranny of the minority. Anybody else? So when the ruling came down from this ill, a frickin' legitimate Supreme Court, yet again, uh, what I? Uh, I called my senator. I called my representative. Wh- wh- what do you do? I said. Like I say on the show, I'm sick of the tyranny of the minority. How much longer are we going to take it? How much longer will we have this fascist boot on our neck? They are a minority party. They represent fewer people. They have a minority ideology and they receive fewer votes, but they still get to rule this effing country. How many times do we have to say no to them? You know it doesn't seem to matter though. And then they run around like they're the fucking victims. They need to be ashamed and embarrassed. They're not even embarrassed that they're traitors. They're still clinging to the big lie. Now watching I was it was very nice. I appreciated listening to the January 6th committee today naming names talking about perjury trader green and mo brooks and all these other and uh matt getz well first of all why is matt getz still running around he's a sex trafficker all right it doesn't there's no low too low for these right-wing fascist pricks i know i repeat myself Let me see, I have, I took a shot of, a screenshot of all of the, the traitors here, who the, the January 6th committee named names. Come on. It's okay. It's a very loosey goosey show today. Oh, wait, I have to, I forgot to hit a button. This is what happens. When you're when you're doing a one-man band you forget you forget to hit buttons and I see the the chat is hopping and popping at youtube.com slash c slash tarabuster. thanks so much guys for hanging out if i I wouldn't be here without you really who the hell would want to i I mean I'd rather go hide under the covers and cry a little bit. You know, that's how I, how, how I would spend my Thursday night instead of on the show. I'd be like, I need to cry. Don't you need, I feel like I need a big, a a nice cry. What the fuck is it? See, I do, I do prepare and then shit just goes awry. Why can't I find the screenshot? I took a screenshot of everybody's names. They, they put it up on the corporate media, and I was like, oh, I'll grab that. So I had it on the tip of my tongue, but no, I can't find it. Here we go. My. Let's see. Members of Congress who sought pardons from Trump. Scott Perry, Louie Gohmert, Matt Goetz, Mo Brooks, Andy Biggs and Perjury Trader Green. Of course they did. And, you know, Mar- Matt Getz and Perjury, are, they do their, their treason tour. You know, how, do we, how does this stop? How do we get out of this? You know, make f- Nazis afraid again. Make racists ashamed again. Put the traitors in their place where they belong. And right before I went on air, uh, unfortunately, they're being emboldened. I saw, the, here's an article, and it's pretty heartbreaking. Let's see. I had it right here. It's the Long Island Library removes LGBT books. From and all pride displays from the from um, books in the children's section. Okay, now this bullshit about grooming—it's insidious because who's grooming who here? We're being groomed for fascism. We're being groomed to treat other human beings like like shit. To we're being groomed by a bunch of fascists to be afraid of each other to hate each other to be to be um, you know entrenched in ignorance to continuously be at each other's throats i don't know how many times do I, I we have to fight the same battles though same battles again and again and again now they, i mean of course they attack trans people you know the same battles about grooming is uh it's all about trans I gotta I gotta tell you another story though but of, of something that happened to me personally well online but but here here from Long Island the library on Long Island has voted to remove all pride displays as well as pride-related books from its children's section like what the fuck is wrong with pride it's not about sex, you filthy minded scumbags, but that's what they want to say. You know, it's like uh, if you tell your your little baby a oh, mommy and daddy got married, you're not telling them, yeah, I really fucking banged her good on our wedding night, are you? That's It's not about sex. It's about decency and diversity, the diversity of human experience and and, being de- and just being a human goddamn being, being a decent person, valuing people, respecting people in the very least. If you can't respect them, shut your fucking mouth and walk away. That's it. But they can't help themselves. They're grooming the entire society to be just as sick as they are. They're very sick people and they need they it is a mental disease. Conservatism is a mental disorder. That's why they constantly say you know, liberalism is a disorder. What's tell me, let's get specific. What's the disorder? Point it out. What is what is um, the the disorder of uh, the disease in liberalism hm I mean I could tell you what's wrong with uh, conservatism. the small the 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 small minds, the large amygdalas, the fear, the inability to share society with people who aren't just like you, the racism the the need to cling. To assault weapons? To go to fucking Walmart? Are you sick? Yes, you are. Be afraid, be afraid, be afraid. The inability to live and let live. You can't help it, right? You, Republicans, conservatives, they just can't help but shove their illiberal, disgusting lifestyle down everybody's throats. Now, I don't give a shit if you are conservative, but why do you got to shove it down our throats? Why do you got to flaunt it? We all have to respect you? Sure, go, go, go. Go off and um, masturbate into an assault weapon. Have 19 kids and counting. Who cares? No one's stopping you. No, we're not telling you to, you know, uh, you have to go to a gay pride event. The least you can do is shut your filthy mouth. But they can't do that. They, they have to make in the entire society just like them. Ugly and small. And fearful, and stupid, and and disgusting. I mean, look at their con man standard bearer. Every it's I I saw a tweet and it, it really summed it up. It's like somebody took all of the worst, most disgusting things, and scraped them off the floor, and poured them into a hot dog skin. And called it Donald Trump, and there it is. That's what it is. It's like every worst thing, every horrible thing, every, every horrible personality trait, all wrapped into one filthy pustule of greed. And they, and they got an entire greed-centered apparatus propping it up. But people who just want to live their lives, they want to l- take this small period of time that they're al- alive, and they want to have a marriage contract with somebody that has the same peepee, or they want to, you know, live their authentic life. Somehow, uh, these Republicans just can't can't help it. They have to stand in the way, as they have. For time immemorial. Just like when the founders rebelled against the crown. And they were like, oh hell no, this is our natural lord. You can't upset the natural order of things. They are incapable of functioning in a free democratic society. How long have I been saying that? They just can't do it. That's why they have to be. You, we must make them a permanent minority party because they can't handle it. This is what happens when they're in charge and they are a minority. They're a minority, but they act like they have a friggin' mandate for this shit. Nobody wants their shit, but then people have, they all just, they, it's, it's terrorism. That's what it is. So a library on Long Island votes to remove all pride displays as well as pride-related books from children's sections. Cause they won't be happy until ki- kids who are gay. Cause you better believe in the Long Island school there are gay kids, there are trans kids, that are all of a sudden think like there's something wrong with them. So they maybe uh, as they grow up because they're grooming the rest of the kids to be a bunch of assholes like Republicans are, then that's the kind of hostile environment they'll grow up in. So they'll kill themselves and things like that. They'll turn to drugs, they'll kill themselves. And uh, you know, this they gro- this is what they're doing. They're grooming society to suck as usual. I mean, imagine a world where people live and let live, where people value diversity, the diversity of human experience. Oh, they hate that. Oh, trust me, they do. They do. They are proud about the fact that they hate diversity. They think it's a weakness because they're sick. So I, I, I just want them to go to a desert island where the you know, go secede. Secede on a desert island. Get the fuck out. Take your con man with you. And then you can live and, uh, you know, shoot each other. Go, go have your Afghanistan-like society with Jesus. Just a little bit more Jesus-y. So the Smithtown Library Board of Trustees voted four to two on Tuesday to ban any and all displays related to LGBT pride for from kids areas at Smithtown Library buildings. a move that was met with a fierce backlash and call for action by advocates. Yeah because what 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 is so terrorizing or terrible in general? Uh, teaching kids about... Being, you know, the diversity of human experience. No one is... It's like we have to constantly fight these fucking battles. No one is making anybody gay by telling people that there are gay people in the world. What you're doing is making decent people capable of functioning in a diverse society that aren't assholes... They get to have the, the best, their best life, you know? They get to learn how to live and let live. They don't grow up in a little myopic shell of fear, hate, and division. And God forbid they are gay, then they don't turn to want to kill themselves. Or they don't turn into a Republican fucking asshole inflicting their manias on everyone. The New York Library Association slammed Smithstown's move, calling it a direct violation of New York, uh, the New York Library Association's commitment to intellectual freedom and the freedom to read that libraries are entrusted to uphold. It's, it's also it's symbolic annihilation. That's what it is. Because when you symbolically annihilate someone, then you can literally annihilate them. And, you know, one step forward, two steps backwards for these fucks. The organization reaffirmed its commitment to stand alongside the LGBTQ community, especially our LGBTQ youth. Yeah, like it or not. Fascists, they exist. We exist. I'm not youth anymore, but, you know, I was at one time. And I sat in churches while priests, who were probably diddling young boys, condemned me to hell. As a child, I listened to this shit. And I was like, who, the, what are, who are these gay people? I remember thinking, like, oh, God, I, if I ever meet one of them, I didn't know what the fuck they were. Then I was like, holy shit, when I got old, I when I realized they're talking about me. It was, you know, it just added to my self-loathing, my desire. I was like, I made a commitment then. I will never, ever, ever talk about it. I will never, you know, I will, I will never, ever admit it. So then I went on, you know, hating myself. And hiding in drugs and shit like that. I'm lucky I survived that kind of bullshit, that upbringing The repression, of and the hypocrisy, you know, of people who proclaim love, but there's nothing. There's no love there. There's just hate, and conformity, and God forbid, you you live and let live. God forbid, you are who you are. Just throw your ass out. You know, you're not. You're not. It's like you're not one of us. Sick. These people are sick. Yeah, LGBTQ youth utilize libraries across the state as a refuge to foster their love of learning and their authentic selves. Well, God freaking forbid. Not their God. Their very sick God. They have a very sick God. I don't know who who this, this fucker is, but he is just... A giant version of themselves, which is not a very—you know—I mean, they, they where they 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 project all of their their sickness onto this cloud being, just sort of like how Republicans in general hide behind uh, like uh, C.J. Pearson or you know their uh, diamond and silk. For, to hide as, as human shields for their bigotry. It's the same thing. They hide behind the cloud being, the, this giant cloud man who knows everything. He loves you, but he but he's very jealous. I never understood that, too. Well, you have a very jealous God. Well, that's a kind of a petty emotion, isn't it? Sick bastards. Our public so... Governor Kathy Hochul writes, well, tweets, for many LGBTQ kids, libraries are one of the few spaces where they will be welcomed and affirmed for who they are. Our public spaces should be accepting of our young people, not rejecting of them. To LGBTQ New Yorkers, we stand with you. We support you, and you are welcome here. I can't believe we even have to say that, right? That people have to tweet that. But look at where we are. And the New York Library Association tweeted: "Libraries are for everyone." New York Library Association condemns the Smithtown Library Board of Trustees resolution to remove Pride displays and books. Why don't you burn them too? Right? Do it. Just cut the cut to the chase. Stop kidding yourselves, you freaky fascist bastards. Because no matter what you do, there will still be gay youth. There will still be gay youth who grow into gay, gay adults. And there will still be gay people, no matter what. Whether you remove displays or not. But what you're doing is condoning bigotry. But what else can we expect? here in the, United, in the United States of Serfs and Lores in 2022. I'm sure there are plenty of books in there on uh, how to murder somebody with an assault weapon or something. Because you can't, right? It's, uh, I don't want to groom them. i sure there's lots of death, though, all over the library, and many stories about death and... Eh, not that I'm not uh, complaining. I'm just saying. Look at your, yeah. You know, look at yourselves. Library officials didn't immediately respond. Blah blah blah. But the director Robert L- Robert Lusk L U S A K told Newsday that at least 29 books are affected by the ban they include a history of the aids memorial quilt can you believe that this is the these are the books of the band the history of the aids memorial quilt a picture book called pink is for boys and a book called pride puppy Well, that's a little—that's that, a bridge too far. Pride puppy, you want—you uh, want fascist puppy. You want jackboot puppy. Disgusting bastards. Because you know there are kids who are n- gender non-conforming. There might be young kids, young boys who are more—you know—don't they? They want to play with dolls. They want to make. They want to paint paint and draw and dance and they don't want to play football things like that i knew friend i had friends like that when i was growing up boys i was a tomboy i didn't want to play with dolls but they made me uh, didn't make me into uh didn't make me a straight girl all it did was make me feel ashamed my mother used to make me she used to make me play with Barbie dolls. Okay? And I was like, get the fuck out of here, bitch. In, my, in so many words. My mother bought me all these... She, like, inflicted Barbie dolls on me. Did it change me? No. But it said everything about her. her the problem was hers, not mine. Conform? To Barbie? To playing with Barbies. Which I proceeded to cut Barbie's head off. And then I played Haunted Barbies. Okay? That's how it ended up. Because I wasn't going to... What was I going to play? Let's go to the dance? I had no interest in that shit. Ken was in a house, and then he... The, the, the doorbell rang and Barbie's head came to the door. Because it was haunted. Right? I mean, I was, what, what was I supposed to do? Ding dong. Let's go on a date. Let's go to the movies, Barbie. No, I'm sorry. That was not for me. It was never for me. But that's what, that's what happens when you live in a repressed, fucked up, Catholic household, I guess. My mother was a nun. What do I expect, right? What are you going to do? She just wanted to, like, smash my spirit, I guess. (laughs) Like, I'm having this. Yesterday was my mother's birthday. I mean, she's not... She's no longer with us. And I obviously... You know, I've had a lot of therapy. I'm not angry about it still. Am I? Am I angry? No, I'm just talking about it. I'm not... I'm just saying... I'm not angry about it. It is what it is. That's life. I understand it now. You know, at the time I was, it was very frustrating and it was really, you know, I didn't like feeling uh, like I was an outsider, you know, but I couldn't help it. What are you going to do? My sister was normal. quote unquote. She liked normal things. She liked go, yeah, oh, boys. Say, yeah, oh, dresses, girl things, fucking dance, all that shit. I didn't like that shit at all. Never, never. I liked playing baseball and catching frogs and shit. Not doing anything to the frogs, just catching them and playing with them and releasing them back into the wild oh god anyway the library's bigoted move to remove the books and pride displays enraged members of the LGBTQ community in Suffolk County where over 100,000 LGBT residents reside oh well well they should just shut their fucking mouths right because uh, the proud boys might come and start screaming at them like here like I just saw this ad—not ad. This um, th- this segment, a local news segment. Come on. Where's my ecam?
0: County residents expressing concerns after protesters showed up at a Pride Storytime event at Pine Valley Library last night.
2: Celeste Smith joins us now live in the studio with more. Hi, Celeste. What are people saying happened last night? Hi, Hannah. Community members, local church groups, and the Proud Boys stood outside of yesterday's Pride Storytime event at Pine Valley Library that was being held for children ages 7 and under. Tuesday night storytime event included books featuring LGBTQIA+ families and arts and crafts. In order to attend, children had to be accompanied by an adult and pre-registration was required. A parent who attended the event with their two children says they felt unsafe when entering the library because of protesters yelling at them for attending the event. Among those protesters, the proud boys.
0: I came to pride storytime with my two kids. My 7-year-old is gender creative. We came in, there were protesters, they were probably about 15 and they were very vocal. They yelled at me, they yelled at my kids, Um, they told my kids they were going to hell. Um, These fucking bastards. They told me I was a child abuser, Um, they quoted scripture. Uh, We were escorted inside by a county, a library employee.
2: The concerned parent says at one point, the protesters made their way inside the library.
0: It was scary. I told my kids there, you know, there are protesters here and I'm going to hold your hands and we're going to walk in um, because we're here for Pride Storytime. The library did a good job, but my kids were very, very upset about all the protesters. They were upset to be all at. My kids were excited about coming to their first Pride event.
2: The Cape Fear Proud Boys say they will never initiate a violent confrontation. The group issued a statement which reads in part, Pride events nationally have experienced a shift in focus from celebrating two consenting adults to introducing sexuality to small children. As concerned citizens, we will continue to utilize our First Amendment rights to ensure public events for children are age-appropriate. Ashley Daniels with the LGBTQ Center of the Cape Fear Coast was at the event and says she believed protesters were trying to intimidate storytime attendees. People deserve to feel safe when they utilize the public's resources, when they utilize the public library. I think that children deserve to feel safe as they're learning, as they're developing. And I think that individuals get to determine who who they are. And so Mm -hmm. no one gets to determine, no matter how they feel about a lifestyle, no one gets to determine for someone else what they have the right to be. New Hanover County Sheriff's Office released a statement regarding protesters entering the library, saying in part, a sheriff's office supervisor entered the library and positioned himself between the private room holding the reading and the demonstrators. The supervisor instructed the demonstrators that they were not allowed to enter the room. At no time did sheriff deputies witness, nor did any library staff report any of the demonstrators causing a disturbance within the library or try to enter the private room that was holding the reading. To read each of the full statements from the Cape Fear Proud Boys, New Hanover County and the sheriff's office, you can head to WWAY. Shut uh, Who cares?
1: R- read their statements. I uh,
2: Call them the fascists they are.
1: That's the other thing. The proud boys—they're a bunch of fascists, and their leaders are now uh, uh, under indictment for seditious conspiracy against the United States. So, but they—they they want to make sure the lessons are age appropriate. This is the new bullshit they're saying. As if that father, who he says has a, a gender... What did he... How he put it? I, I don't remember, but it was good the way he put it. Gender uh, non-conforming, I'll, I'll just say, um, child. And trying to support his child, as you should, as a decent parent. Instead of, what, beat, beat the gay out of him or her? So they're trying to... Make a safe and welcoming, loving place for everyone. And these fuckers are outside screaming at them, saying, We want to make sure it's age appropriate because they have sick minds. Well, why don't you turn off every TV show or every, uh, no, make no references to any kind of coupling, gay, straight, or otherwise. Because your mind's in the gutter, if you say that you want to talk about a princess and princes and princes, well, you better talk about how they fuck each other. I guess. You don't want to. You don't want. You want to make sure it's age appropriate. So we not. We're not going to talk about anything because they are sick. To them, it's sex because they want to be banged. They want the arms of a big strong man around them the proud boys there's no doubt in my mind that kind of homophobia they have done study upon study upon study that it stems from their own self-loathing that they want to they they're gay and they are they lack the courage to live authentic lives so that's why they behave in the world like fascist pricks So they project their manias outwards instead of getting the help they need. Because getting help and seeking help for your sickness requires courage. And that's something that they don't have. They are devoid of courage. They're cowards. They're losers. And they, I mean, they really are the biggest losers of society. Show me a fascist society that works. Right? Show me a fascist society where people are happy and everyone is, um, you know, just getting along. See, according to them, it's we will all get along when um, certain people are dead. Um, that's their ideology. I'm not making it up. They call it the day of the rope. As long as they're in charge. One of these days, um, everyone's just gonna get dragged out of their house and be hanged. If you're gay, if you're somebody who has darker pigment and don't know your place, um, and you know if you're a bitch woman who doesn't know her place or liberals, of course, normal people, will all be hanged. And then everyone will be happy, I guess. I mean what what a terrible world they live in I if I, if they weren't so filthy and disgusting, I would feel sorry for them and I kind of do feel sorry for them but they're so they're dangerous and this is how it it's not even how it begins. this is how it's going, right It's already begun. And when I was calling, when I called Schumer and uh, Gillibrand and AOC today, because they're my representatives and senator, I, I was just like, how much longer are we going to take it? The thing, this is what happens when Democrats don't fight back. It gets worse. They never, there's ne- it's never enough for them. How much do they want? They want it all. They don't want democracy. They want to roll back democracy. They don't give a shit about democracy. Isn't that clear? They don't, if they cared about democracy, they would care that they don't have a mandate, that they are a minority, that they receive fewer votes. When you, when you so-called win the election by receiving fewer votes, you don't walk around like you're the fucking cock of the walk. Like you got a mandate to do your bullshit. You would want to bring the country together, but you don't. But I mean, but they don't because it's not about that to them. It's about fascism. And I don't care if you're a regular average Joe Republican, you're part of the problem. There's something wrong with you. You're in bed with Nazis and the Klan All of you, for real, whatever your problem is, you know, it's, it's there. Something is wrong with you. And honestly, I will, if you, if you give me 10 minutes, if you're capable of honesty, I will get to the bottom of it and I will bet you it's racism of some form, bigotry, bigotry in some form, usually racism. And thank you, Irene, for your super chat. I'm sick to death of this coup we are living through and these maggots feasting on the flesh of this once great nation. Me too. And here's Terry Jr. Jr. So I I don't know if you guys know this um, Neighbors app. Is it called? Oh, no, it's Nextdoor. I keep calling it Neighbors. <clears throat> And uh, so I got on this next door app. One of the things about it, it's it's a decent app, but it's getting on my nerves too. But I'll I'll tell you why. It's uh, it's because it, really it's a, um, the story I'm about to tell is uh, the moral of the story. We'll just get to it right out of the gate. Is that Republicans destroy everything they touch? Here's Tara Junior. Junior, here he is. All right he's back all right sit down sit down kid sit i'm pushing down (laughs) sit down and relax i'm losing my voice why i don't know so the good so a couple of things happened i joined this next door app if you if you know about it you um it's um You sign up, you have to prove you're in your neighborhood and the, um, you know, and then you could post, people post things, it's your real name and they post things that are going on in the neighborhood. It's been good for, for me and, and I've been able to, I've gotten involved with a few animal rescues and things like that. So, um, saved a couple of kittens, you know, stuff like that, which is good. And one of the um, one of the 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 things about the app is that it promotes civility. You're supposed to be nice to people, right? Which okay, now you can see the where we're going. Um, Republicans just can't. They they can't. They can't manage that. It's too much for them, and they ruin everything. So um a lot of what so the things that i look at on this app like um are animal stuff you know queens trap neuter return stuff like that people um who are looking for help with that and also uh you know there was a hurt squirrel once i took it to the wild bird fund i that's good right but then a lot of the, the things that people post is, um, be careful, this happened, somebody stole my something or something or other like that. And so somebody posts a picture of a, uh, here it is. Okay. That they, my husband's car got broken into, and they stole a thousand dollar, thousand dollars worth worth of equipment. I called 911 five times and was waiting on the cops to show up. Still waiting five hours later. What's going on in New York? So, people are like, "I'm so sorry, that sucks." You know, blah blah blah. Ah, oh, fuck. I just. Swiped away. And so it's, of course, you could probably see where it's going. Then it devolves. That's what you get for defunding the police. All right. And I wrote, please tell me where the police have been defunded. You know, maybe you know something I don't. And other people are like, yeah, please, let us know. Because the fact is, the fucking police have not been defunded. And I'm sick of it. But it's all over right-wing media. Defunded police. The stupid slogan. The stupid saying. A, a saying is not a policy. And so far, the, def- the fucking police have not been defunded. Okay? nowhere have they been defunded and in fact um, if you're worried about crime red states the crime is way up in the fucking red states as compared to the blue states but yes crime is up all over the country but it's up in the red states those are the that's the reality you know what I mean? that is just the reality. But we know that reality and uh, fascism don't ever mingle. Anyway, so this fucking guy, a couple of things happened that annoyed me. And uh, so this, this person, v- Vasilos, V A S I L I O S, Pilos, P I L I O S. Of course, there's no picture of them. And, but then when I, I looked at their profile. You know, they're posting, they're reposting um, insurrection bullshit, right? Because they're a dumbass, clearly. So this fucking person keeps, uh, was sending me links. And, you know, because that's how they argue. They argue with memes. They have nothing. So one of the links is two years old. He sends me a link. Uh, and uh, the, the headline is, it's from New York City. So it's from the New York City website, the New York City government website. It's like, it's here. Now you can't, oh, what happened? You can't see it. Stupid light's not working. In the face of an economic crisis, Mayor de Blasio, de Blasio announces a budget that prioritizes safety, police reform, youth services, and communities of color. That's, a, that's supposed to mean they defunded the police. Now, I know it has a lot of trigger words in there for this fucking racist uh, yeah, communities of color, more, most specifically. And then I read this and I was like, okay, budget includes a billion dollars in cost shifts to the NYPD while maintaining parole strength, patrol strength, excuse me, And protecting the safety of all communities. Now, this is a press release from from de Blasio, so obviously they were proud of this. Uh, From the New York police, uh, NYPD savings, there will be um, reprioritized summer youth programs, uh, education, um, social services, and shifts capital funding to parks and department and the uh, youth and recreation centers while maintaining patrol strength. Okay. But you know, the devil's in the details. So according to this fucking moron, um, but shifting the budget now that you have a budget, this is what happens. And then you, you know, it changes all the time you have different needs that's not defunding the police so nowhere anywhere in the city have police been taken off the streets and then and on top of it <laughs> this is a 2 year old article anyway so i was like thank you for the 2 year old article it has nothing to do with defunding the police but go fuck yourself i didn't say that but that's what i thought and then i get another link okay and uh, oh god, he sends me this link of this uh, the, this article about a. Oh, and he said he said something about. I said yeah. Um, thanks for the two-year-old article. I'm not sure what the point is, but I think I know where you're coming from, given all the trigger words like "communities of color" in the headline. I think you made have you might have missed the whole thing about the cost ships maintaining per, but while maintaining patrol strength, but not that it will matter, I'm sure. And then I sent I said here's another link from the archives, and I it's absolutely relevant, and it's the link about how Fox News makes its viewers less informed than people who watch no news at all. So he's he's like he's like triggered now you know bing bing i keep my fucking phone it's going bing 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 because this son of a bitch keeps like sending me um so your denial is set in so do you agree the police were defunded no no listen keep voting for change and you just call people racist okay i mean listen listen honey if it quacks like a duck it's a duck and i have a large vocabulary i have a very big brain and there's many words that that can be used to describe you but you are you if it's a duck if it quacks like a duck it's a duck you're a fucking racist but that's what they think that that's the that's the word we we're just oh uh, you're racist no, don't take it as an opportunity to look at yourself but anyway um anyway so he sends me that i'm just we'll get on the supreme court i see you guys talking about it and um so he sends me this fucking link from the post now the new york post is a disgusting propaganda rag and two days ago this was the headline. Oh, the stupid thing won't show the phone. Defund for thee. Safety for me. So he sends me this this link to a, a New York Post headline, which is, you know, two days ago. What was happening two days ago? Nothing about the January 6th hearings. Nothing about, you know, abortion, them... Sending women to back alleys to kill them. You know? Nothing about that actually matters. Let's tickle racist funny bones again. And I was like, all right, well, what is this this dumbass story about? Defund for thee. I, I just want to show you. defund. Safety for me. and that's that's the whole right wing trope. Oh defund for thee like uh, everything for thee not for me because we're supposed to be elites you know looking down on them and still though uh, this is why Rupert Murdoch is a cancer on society on democratic society because there is nothing has nothing to do with defunding anything they just keep harping on it and harping on it and harping on it it's like the big lie it never stops and it doesn't matter how many times you 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 say that's not true they will keep repeating it so according to i i read this article i'm like what is this dumb bastard talking about so a left here's the article from the new york post a left-wing state lawmaker who has pushed for cutting Police funding first moved to the district she is seeking to represent in Congress because of safety issues, quote-unquote, near the projects, quote-unquote, in Harlem, prompted her to shack up with her tech bro, then-fiance in the financial district. This This is an article that's supposed to mean that the fucking police are defunded. It has nothing to do with anything. It's, and then it goes into some salacious tabloid uh, article about how this person who wants to represent a Harlem community in 2016 moved in with her fiancé um, and then gave a radio interview saying there were safety issues this has nothing to do with defunding you understand what i'm saying it has she's not even representing this community and if she's saying that um she wants to defund the police they're saying she flees she fled the neighborhood in 2016 to move in with her boyfriend it's nothing but propaganda they are shameless and it's honestly, to me, it's infuriating. I hope it's infuriating to you because it has nothing to fucking do with anything. So they put out this headline, defund for thee and safety for me, about a, a left-wing uh, person who wants to represent her community in Harlem fled in 2016 to move in with her boyfriend. But that was fleeing somehow. And this means that the police are defunded, because they can They are confident, they can, they can rest assured in the stupidity of the morons who buy the paper, who read the headlines. They don't read. They're not looking to to be informed. They just want their large amygdalas tickled, their racism tickled. They want. They want the cacophony. The say of the of the fascism to bounce around their empty heads, and so they could feel somehow like they that they're in this uh, you know they're in it together with their fellow fuck ups, their fellow fascists, and you know everybody should be appalled about this. This isn't news. She's, so she gave an interview. I was actually robbed when I was living in Harlem with my boyfriend at the time. So this, this is an article. She's saying an interview from an interview from 2016. And six, so six years ago, she, she gave an interview. Th- and this was the fucking front page of the paper. My boyfriend was already living there, so she moved in to the east side. But that's fleeing. Four years later, blah, blah, blah. I I mean, how stupid are people? And, I mean, this has to stop. This has—we have to stop. As normal people, as Democrats, as progressives, as liberals, as patriots, as people capable of functioning in a democracy— we have to stop we have to call these people out and make and and just call them out for the for the scum that they are cuz this is nothing but fascist propaganda and it's not even good fascist propaganda i mean they put obviously they put it on the cover because they must be afraid of this person somehow but in 2016 she recalled to a local outlet that there had been two frightening incidents in her around her apartment on 106th Street and 1st Avenue who fucking cares this is 2016 unreal right during their relationship Several pictures Segura posted of the pair on Instagram show them leading a luxurious lifestyle. This is another thing that the fascists do in in the New York Post and everywhere else. If you are a liberal or a democratic socialist in any way, and you, let's say, don't... If you walk out of your house in something other than a potato sack, you're living a luxurious lifestyle and you're a hypocrite. Because according to them, we should all be eating dirt and, um, you know, unless we're we're fascists who don't give a shit uh, about anybody else but ourselves, then you can embrace your sociopathy and see the 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 real problem with liberals is that they care about other people and um if you wear if you live a luxurious lifestyle and take a picture on instagram at a night well she said several pictures posted of the pair on instagram show them leading a luxurious lifestyle they include meals at multiple michelin star restaurants yeah because you're supposed to eat dirt if you're a um, socialist and uh, the end also at the trump hotel so i don't know what they were doing there that's a little suspect i mean who wants to go home with salmonella and bed bugs right uh right so they include meals at Michelin star restaurants a- along with other fine dining spots of course you know uh nobody ever hypes it up on Instagram uh, you know that's a, that's a clear and accurate depiction of everybody's oh Tara Jr you just fell hey honey what happened what happened you fell you fell. You okay? All right. You fell, producer.
2: You okay, buddy.
1: <laughs> Gravity for thee. Not for me. Unreal, right? Not. We're not sure what happened. Public records show that she also bought a Wall Street apartment with her fiancé I mean she, yeah because we're, they were supposed to live in a box on uh, under a bridge if they wanted to be authentic I guess while earning $75,000 a year as, a, as the chief of staff to a state assemblyman Because, like I said, you know, this is how how fucking stupid these people are. If you're a democratic social, that's what I'm assuming this person is. That's why they they go there with that. You're supposed to live. You got. You're supposed to wear a barrel with some suspenders and uh, eat dirt. When you know they they're so they're not they're so authentic. The fascists. The way they don't give a shit about anybody else but themselves. If you care about other people, how dare you eat in a nice restaurant, right? Nice restaurants for me, not for thee, or thee and me. And it's all to ensure that dumbasses, because they're racist, continue to vote for their own demise as fascism takes over yeah everybody will be in their place and then they they write how uh oh it's not sure what happened because i guess they broke up she changed her status on her website and this from you know he was my fiance to whatever the hell and that that's the article the fucker, the moron from the n- neighbor's app sent me, or next door app, to prove, to prove that the police have been defunded. And uh, I just can't admit it. That's what he says. And the other thing uh, that annoyed me about this, here's a, you know, I'll get off the subject, but thank you for letting me share, but someone else. Oh, they were saying, I was at the Rite Aid or wherever the hell I was, and somebody just walked out with two cases of beer. You know, that never happened, right, ever before. And somebody wrote, keep voting for Democrats. Yeah, because, thanks, Joe Biden. no one ever stole cases of beer before Joe Biden was president. And, I mean... And I wrote back. See, this is the thing, and it's uh, it's like it's like the fuckers with uh, removing the LGBT content from the library, uh, the, and it's like the proud pricks, the you know the closet cases uh, assaulting people at LGBT story time at the library. They want us to be intimidated. And um, and they just can't help themselves, right? So even on the neighbors app or the next, uh, yeah, next door, next door app, when they as they keep, yeah, it's an app. You're supposed to be civil. I try to keep politics out of it until they write, keep voting Democrat. And I and I wrote back, yeah, thanks, I will, I will. Because I would never vote. I would never be, I would never hate my country enough to vote for a bunch of fascists. And um, so, and somebody else wrote, I, I, I'm not a Democrat. And they're, of course, um, retired. And I said, well, enjoy Social Security and Medicare. <laughs> You're welcome, Democrats. But you see what I'm saying? It's like everywhere, the thing I'm saying is, everywhere we go, we have these people, these right wingers, they don't know how to behave. They don't even know how to behave on the next door app. Right? They can't help it. It's they lack the maturity to function on the next door app. They can't, they just can't shut their mouths. Ever. Keep voting Democrat. Like, what the fuck does that have to do with somebody walking out of a store with two cases of beer? You know, when I was a kid, we stole some uh, beer, whatever. It's like, that has nothing to do... I think Reagan was president. Thanks, Reagan. But that's what they do. And they want people to be, like, embarrassed, ashamed. And they want to give the feeling or the give the impression that they're everywhere. You know, and then people are intimidated and they don't want to stand up and they don't want to fight back because they just don't want to be they don't want to get a hassle, you know. But I want the hassle. I like the hassle. I, I you know what? I'll take the hassle because I can't sit there and let the stupidity lie on the floor and stink up the next door neighbor's app or whatever the hell I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just is like enough like shut up and i and that's what i i actually wrote that too i said you i said here we go uh another example that republicans can't even function they don't even have the maturity to function on the next door app okay what we what hope does democracy have at this point it's true. And they and the reason they feel so emboldened, this is another thing. who who? like, in general, It doesn't have to be that way. It's because of the pustules like Rupert Murdoch media and, and their, you know, and fascist Fox News making them turning them into a cult, really. It's like everywhere they go. They have to, they, they just can't help themselves. They have to bash Democrats. It's like, shut the fuck up. You can't, it's, you're not even, um, there's no next door. You're not neighbors, right? It's like, don't vote Democrat. Like, shut up. And anyway, this is New York too. Anyway, all right. Thank you, Richard W. Another great show, Tara. <laughs> Thank you for letting me share. That's all I have to say. Thank you for letting me share about the next door app. Uh oh. Here's I now there's a picture of a cat. Okay. It's true though. It's about it's what they have done. It's the Murdoch cancer, turning this country into armed camps where Democrats. You're not. It's not just a, a political. You have pol- differences of opinion on how to have an economically vibrant working class that works for everyone. Right, where a with a tax system fair and equitable social safety net and tax system that leaves you know that makes the uh, rich pay their fair share and uh, and a social compact that leaves no one behind. No, it's not that anymore. It's Democrats are de- demons. They're destroying America. But we never get the specifics either. Right, so when that's another thing that just gets me crazy about the mainstream media they never ever ask follow-up questions like okay democrats are destroying america how because i can give you i'll give you a laundry list of what the republicans are up to up to and including turning this country into an armed madhouse well they've already done that and uh Making the American uh, experiment as quaint as, I guess, they made the Geneva Conventions, you know, leaving everybody behind, except for, you know, the con man. All right. What's going on in the chat? Yes, the working class republicans defending oil companies makes my brain hurt. Me too. Me too. So, all right. What was what was I going to talk about? There's okay. The few things, of course, the January sixth, but and also, let's talk about the Supreme Court. That's the thing. We're we have so many problems. And, and when I spoke to, well, leaving a message for my representatives and senators is that it it. That's another thing that drives me crazy. Um, I wonder if the oil lobby has to leave a message under uh, 30 seconds when they when they want to call their representatives. I wonder it's like beep. Nobody answers the phone. But here we have the filthy fascist republicans. And this is what I said it's uh, to the machines of my local representatives. I said, uh, how much longer are we going to take it? And uh, the, also, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of enduring and living under the tyranny of the minority. And I said, I guess we're here because in part because for some unexplained reason Democrats just don't fight back when Moscow Mitch pulled his dirty tricks to push to stop to stop Merrick Garland Merrick the Meek from becoming a Supreme Court Justice and what did the Democrats do oh well I mean they had a fucking year this was a year before the election And they had enough time. Yeah, they could have been fighting all along. But then once it happened, once it was solidified, when the con man who received fewer votes got to squat in the White House and stuff the Supreme Court with four? How many people? What did he put on? Amy Coney bitchface Barrett, a handmaid, a literal handmaid, Beerbong Brett, Neil Gorsuch, yeah, and even uh, Alito, who is a. They're all illegitimate. All of them. Put on the Supreme Court by less vote getting Republicans. And the Democrats roll over. They. And what I said to my representatives was. The Democrats needed to, and I hope they begin to, refer to the Supreme Court as the illegitimate Supreme Court. That's how you have to do it. Every time you get in front of a camera, you add that qualifier. If you mention the Supreme Court, if you mention one of these effing justices, you put the qualifier, illegitimate Gorsuch, illegitimate amy coney handmade barrett illegitimate beer bong i like beer bread because um as you can tell or as you hear i'm sure the republicans they're very good at propaganda and they have they've already started they haven't stopped of course but with their democrats are trying to pack the court Who's packed the court now? I mean they talk about the hoppity hop balls they're they're hopping around on, man. They got they got balls, baby. Pa- the Democrats are packing the courts. Democrats. That's why you can't let up. Every time they mention Amy Coney bitch face Barrett, they have to call her illegitimate the illegitimate. Justice Barrett, the illegitimate justice even whatever. Justice Beerbong. am I wrong here? No, I'm not wrong because that's how you prime the American people into into understanding that something has to be done they're not going to i mean it's very difficult for the american people because there's a few things one is that we are the least upwardly mobile we're also i don't know i, I don't know if we we're still the second least in, informed we used to be the second least informed population on the planet but i would i would imagine we're we're probably the first at this point and you And people are overworked and all they hear is whatever, you know, not everybody's uh, connected to politics like we are and paying attention that people are just out there working and they hear, you know, the, uh, the same shit on corporate media, but they hear Democrats validating the court just by acquiescing. By calling I mean they should have been doing this from the start. It really gets on my nerves when I think about um, when I think about Obama. You know, I understand that he was caught between a rock and a hard place, being the first person with darker pigment to uh, to be elected president in this racist ass country. So he had to. He had to be cool at all times, and uh, but I have in my mind whenever I think about that period of time with Moscow, Mitch, blocking him—not him, him us—blocking the American people, just like Trump wanted to do by nullifying the our votes, by nullifying the election, by th- wiping his ass with the majority. Of Americans who wanted his ass out of there, but the the that's what the Democrats should have been saying all along that the the Supreme Court is illegitimate if they can't fight if they couldn't prevent it from um, if they couldn't prevent Moscow Mitch from packing the court from stopping. Merrick the Meek from being a part of the court why do you I mean why do you go along with it you're just like oh well we lost that one and uh, everybody ladies and gentlemen Justice Gorsuch no Gorsuch like Amy Coney bitchface Barrett like Justice Uncle Clarence Thomas they have no honor. And what, oh, the fact that you don't say it, you know, they have no honor. They are, they, I mean, especially, just think about Amy Coney resting bitch face Barrett. Now, I understand she's part of a cult. They're, this is what's so frightening, too. They are so, they are in, they're in a Trump cult, of course, but they're in fascist cults. That's part of why they lack the fundamental maturity to function in a democracy. They they have a personality disorder. But Amy Coney, resting bitch face Barrett, has to, she's in, she's part of a cult that has to run everything by her husband. All her decisions have to be run by her husband, who um, also is a lawyer, apparently. And, I mean, you, you, you can't tell me that she's not running everything by her fucking husband. And on top of it, she's got no honor. <laughs> she didn't have to go along with it. This is how much... These people have zero integrity. The way they behave speaks volumes about the fact that they are unfit. You know, one shining light, I suppose, in the January 6th hearings is that, okay, there there are some Republicans that did the right thing here and there, you know, that stopped the coup that wouldn't completely go along with the con man's coup, but many of them only did it when every other outcome was exhausted. Like Mike Pence, he tried. He, he called people. He tried to get, you know, he tried. He tried to find figure out a way to help Trump with the coup. Am I wrong? That's right. Errol says, progressive Democrats need to be out there and up front more often. Absolutely. But all over, of course, you know. This is why I, I I rail on the corporate media and ask for people to support the independent media and become a patron and whatnot at patreon.com slash taradevil because they, I mean, come on. Has there ever been a segment on the corporate media where they talk about something that the Republicans are doing, some coup, something, a lie, a coup, where they don't fucking say both sides? Anybody? If you can find an example, I'd like to see it. They, every goddamn day, on the far left and the far right, they constantly say it. They'll bring up the Proud Boys. They'll bring up the coup. Oh, it's just as bad on the far left. Really? Where? No one ever pushes back on the far left and the far right. Where's the far left, by the way? I I know we have a far right because I've seen it. Marching with tiki torches. I've seen it. Storming the capitol. I've seen it run over Heather hire. Where's the far left? Because, uh, you know, oh, oh, the Black Lives Matter movement, which the Republicans try as they might. This is how nefarious they are and how much they hate this country because they turn the Black Lives Matter movement into uh, just like the coup. Mm, uh, because there were some uh, some protests when many of those protesters, the violence during those nights were committed by right wingers, by proud boys who were arrested for false flags because that's what they do. You know, w- liberals don't do things like that. We're not out there doing false flags. That's not... I've never been... I've been to a lot of meetings and I've been to a lot of planning meetings about protests and I've been to a lot of protests. I have never... (laughs) None... Have any any of you guys on the chat... um, Have you ever been to a meeting where uh, people discuss who is um, bringing the zip ties? Right? Or where we discuss, how about we do a false flag? No. We're too busy actually trying to make the world a better place. Actually standing up. You know, truth to power, please. That whole truth to power is such bullshit, too. Because power doesn't give a shit about truth. Haven't we figured that out already? The fact is, uh, as Fox News can is a t- can uh, can attest or is testament to, power makes the truth. Telling truth to power, please. That's that's for suckers, frankly. Suckers think that we're speaking truth to power. No, we're not. Because power doesn't give a shit about truth, and um, what we need to—I do... I mean, what I'm doing? What am I doing on this show? What we're trying to do? I'm not speaking truth to power on the show. I believe we're trying. To, I mean, first of all, we're. Uh, what are we doing here? <laughs> we're. I'm speaking truth to people who are reachable, I believe. You know, some of some people are not reachable and I don't have an interest in them. Leave them behind. Leave them in their racist hidey-holes like the dumbasses on the Neighbors app or Nextdoor app. I know, I'm sorry. I keep saying it wrong. Cuz they they are lost causes. Just like that guy you know sending me links to headlines of and the stories have absolutely nothing to do with anything he's trying to 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 prove which just proves me right it proves that i'm correct about them about him and them in general because they don't give a shit they they read the headline it confirms their already preconditioned biases and uh, they work on their merry way. It doesn't matter how many times you debunk it and you, you say, well, actually, that story is two years old and nothing was defunded. And. Um, You know, there you go, and the response is so you won't admit the police were defunded. It's unfucking real. They are hopeless. So we have to reach the people who are reachable, and what I want to do, I guess, on the show, what we try to do is, uh, fight. Get the Democrats to fight with, with the with the talking points that do uh, you know reclaim? I mean, what do we talk about? Reclaiming patriotism. We have we have the right answers. We're the ones capable of functioning in a democracy. We we need to reclaim patriotism, reclaim decency, dignity, democracy. And shove these fuckers into the trash bin of history where they belong. Where they're comfortable. They want to be there, you see. And the thing is, because they're not comfortable in a democratic society. That's clear. This is what, I mean, it's the open, dirty secret that Democrats have to not be afraid to tell. And this is what drives me insane. I guess I'm kind of just processing it too now because maybe that's really it. Because the Democrats, they, they are in denial. Many Democrats are in denial, especially the corporate Democrats. They, they're, they need, <laughs> what has to happen is we have to reclaim patriotism and, uh, Call them out for who the fuck they really are. Say, look, there is a cancer. There is, and it is called the Republican Party. They are a lost cause. There's no, there's no middle ground here. We have one party that's some that's trying to have a functioning democracy. We have another party that's in the middle of a coup. and just because there are a few people that didn't go along with the coup 100%, that's not very comforting, is it? I don't know. Where are you going? What's going on on the chat? I'm just talking over here, and everybody's, like, talking about ice cream. The supervising producer. Who's eating dessert. I ate a lot of dessert today myself I was stuffing my feelings with dessert (laughs) that's okay wait my stupid seat my seat cover is falling off hold on oh good the producer is up on his perch Producing. Look at him. <laughs> he's so good up in his perch. Anyway. Well, so um, apparently, I don't know if you saw earlier, Keith Olbermann, which he's 100%. I love Keith Olbermann. I miss his show and I miss his rants. That's the kind of fight. That's the kind of spirit I appreciate. The Keith Olbermann, unapologetic kicking their ass without apology. That's how it is. Why do you apologize for being on the right side of history, on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity? Uh, Don't apologize for being an actual patriot capable of functioning in a democracy. So according to Newsweek, well, Keith Olbermann tweeted, earlier when the this new york abomination when the supreme the illegitimate supreme court released their ruling and hold on to our hats everyone yes we should (laughs) trucker john says tara you should make your own site and call it neighbors (laughs) i should and people will get confused with well maybe it'll only be me on there being confused thinking i'm on next door there should be a neighbor's app. Is there? There must be. Oh, this is another article I wanted to read. I sent it to myself. Let me send it to myself again. Because, see, we're producing the show, right? Live on the air. Hold on. Read. Oh, I always send myself links. Read on Tarabuster. And then when I go into my email, it all comes up. Read on Tarabuster. So I have my articles. Okay. So Keith, and there it is. It came in. It has become, so here's Keith Olbermann. It has become necessary to dissolve the Supreme Court of the United States. I agree. Wait, Here it is. The first step is for a state. The first wait wait. The first step is for a state. The court has now forced guns upon to ignore this ruling. Great, you're a court. Why and how do you think you can enforce the your rulings? It's it's true. Didn't isn't that uh, Jackson did that? Okay, so we're not supposed to. Uh, you know, we're not supposed—we're not supposed to have the trail of tears. Now you enforce the ruling, right? So, according to Newsweek, though everyone was pushing back, I don't—I didn't see that. Keith Olbermann is slammed for Twitter rant dissolving the Supreme Court. I didn't see anyone. You know, slamming him, except the fascists, of course. So, but it's all about the headline. According to this Newsweek article, political commentator Keith Olbermann is facing backlash. Really? After tweeting that what I just said has become necessary to dissolve the Supreme Court. The decision of the court to strike down a 100-year-old law which requires individuals to show proper cause in order to get a license and conceal carry outside the home is seen as a victory for Second Amendment proponents. Fuck you. I don't understand. So I guess everyone's their own well-regulated militia, as one, uh, the, like the army of one, the well-regulated militia of one. That's not well-regulated, you know what I mean? If you're allowed, any Joe Schmo is allowed to walk around with a gun. That's not a well-regulated militia. Very pesky, that first part of the Second Amendment, isn't it? But they ignore it. They simply outright ignore it. Justice Uncle Clarence Thomas, who authored the majority opinion in the ruling on New York State Rifle and Pistol Associations, Association versus Bruin wrote, New York's proper cause requirement violates the 14th Amendment by preventing law-abiding citizens with ordinary self-defense needs because we live in the fucking we're walking dead, right? According to Uncle Clarence Thomas. Now, try that by the Supreme Court you see what they got for you. Try that around um, Uncle Clarence Thomas's house. Right? But we're supposed to get on a subway. You know, safety for for them, right? For thee, not for me. Right, Uncle Clarence? The hypocrisy. Now, the state, according to Uncle Clarence and the rest of the fascists, Uh, They fix the facts around the policy all the time. There's no consistency in these fascist rulings, of course. Now that they're going to overthrow Roe v. Wade, they're going to... So it's uh, forget about states' rights. You know, the state of New York, we regulated guns. You want to have a gun in your house? Go play with yourself and your gun leave us out of it but where we don't want to live in the in the Wild West not anymore thanks to this illegitimate court so they they want to shove their filthy sick mind and opinions on everybody who, even though they are a minority death cult with a minority opinion you understand this is like any tyranny, a tyrannical minority that it's like, uh, just, I mean, you know, it's like Christian, it's Christian fascism. No one, I mean, uh, we're not going into the 19 kids and counting home and telling them they can't have 19 kids, but they're coming into our home with their sick, twisted minds telling us we can't read books they're telling us we can't have uh, you know safety in our communities the way we want to have it because the way they read they read the second amendment and it's all part of how they're destroying democracy because in order to have a functioning democracy you can't um, be at each other's throats like this. You can't think of each other as the enemy. He writes, preventing law-abiding citizens with ordinary self-defense needs, where the fuck do you live? I lived here my entire life. We don't need... No, I mean, nobody ever... I don't see anybody who needs a gun... In a to go to Walmart, even though I would never be caught dead in a Walmart, but but that's for different reasons. But you know, states' rights, states' rights, except when they want to inflict their sickness on the country. And on the one month anniversary of having to identify children decapitated by AR 15s by via dna this is the ruling they unleash on the country okay and once again how much longer how much longer are we going to take it this we have to take this shit So if the Democrats will go out there and they won't call the, the Supreme Court illegitimate. And they'll, you know, they'll talk about their outrage and shit they, when, when they should. I wish they would listen, listen to this show. They could leave out the curse words, but they're, they need to get out in front of a camera and call this court illegitimate. This is illegitimate. The only reason we have a conservative, a fascist Supreme Court at this point is because of Moscow Mitch's dirty tricks. That's it. The filthy fascists don't give a shit about democracy. They don't give a shit that they receive fewer votes. They stood in the way of our president, who we elected, to to uh, nominate Supreme Court justices and Moscow Mitch put his fascist face in the way because of selfishness because of money because of money in politics he was doing the bidding of his masters who want to destroy this country they'll be fine because they will live behind the walls of their gated communities while we're out here In the Wild West. Stepping over dead kids and women dying in back alley abortions. Who who can't even go to a doctor. Legitimately because uh, they didn't get their GoFundMe page up in time. This is where we live. Because of an illegitimate, fascist, tyrannical minority. And the Democrats better start saying it. Without apology, like Keith Oberman. Jesus Christ. So Justice Uncle Clarence Thomas wrote New York's proper cause requirement violates the 14th Amendment. Fuck you. No, it doesn't. By preventing law abiding citizens with ordinary self defense needs from exercising their Second Amendment right? To bear arms in public for self defense in where where's the well regulated militia in that sentence? From exercising their Second Amendment rights. But we because of these cowards who can't go shopping without an AR fifteen, we we don't have the right to be safe in our person, places, and effects, or whatever the hell. We can't just walk around because we might get shot going to church, going to school, going to the (sighs) super-fucking-market. Prevent law-abiding citizens. That's why we have cops. Who needs the cops then, right? Maybe we should defund the police and everybody just fucking fend for themselves. law abiding with ordinary self defense needs how come we didn't need you uncle Clarence you know it's it's we've been getting along just fine for a hundred years dealing with our shit and then here comes the illegitimate fascist supreme court the minority death cult to pour guns on the situation When nobody asks them, it's like it's like what uncle, not uncle Clarence, but uh, like the illegitimate justice, whatever Roberts. He did. Nobody asked him to wipe his ass with the Voting Rights Act. This is what they do. And then what do Democrats do? Oh well, I guess we just go along with it. I guess we just go slide into fascism. And, uh, you know, let's talk about bipartisan, bipartisan, bipartisan some more instead of what needs to be said. Like, this is enough. Enough is enough with this tyrannical minority. They receive fewer votes. They are illegitimate. This is a disgrace. The scumbags who went along with Moscow Mitch's coup against the court, just like they did in Nazi Germany right this is what the Nazis did they stuffed the courts to invalidate democracy and they didn't have to go along with the coup that's what the Democrats should say they don't have any honor Justice Kavanaugh has no honor Amy Coney Barrett no honor Gorsuch these people have no honor because if you don't have to go to work just like the, the 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 minority of Republicans that stood in the way of the coup of the con man's coup the con man invited them to a coup and they said no thank you so when somebody invites you to a coup you don't got to show up you don't have to go so when Moscow Mitch called, the handmaid, and she had a check with her husband if she could go along with the coup. I guess she got the okay. But she didn't have to go along with the coup. Neither did Beerbong Brett, but obviously he's got issues. He's sick. He's been involved with this minority death cult for his entire rotten life. Sitting in the ivory tower, Waiting for the chance to lord over us and turn this democracy, this this struggling, multiracial, democratic republic who's walking slowly, trying to be a more perfect union, to promote the general welfare. Every step we take in that direction, he couldn't have it. These fascists cannot have it. They can't have unity they can't, fuck e pluribus unum. They want everybody shooting each other. What, what do you mean? Uh, exercising their Second Amendment right. Well, don't we have a right to life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness? Well, my, my right kind of doesn't want to be shot in a supermarket. My right, I don't want to see kids dead. I don't want to see tiny coffins with airbrushed uh, TikTok pages on them. It's so disgusting. These people are disgusting. And then they have the fucking balls, you know, to walk around. Like, they are, that they have something to boast about. You know what I mean? Like, these, these filthy, average Republican racists... Posting. Don't vote Democrat. Keep voting Democrat. Fuck you. you. You better believe it, I will. You should be ashamed. You say they with all the shame that they're up to, I guess the problem with I feel is that they don't have shame. They don't have the capacity for it. The shame is theirs. You know, but they have to project it; they inflict it outwards. And I'm sick of it, man. I'm and I'm. All, I am sick of the Democrats who do not fight enough. We're here because they don't fight. There are some, you know. It's not a complete lost cause, but of course, we we have the money in politics, and then we have the. Kristen cinnamon joe manchin problem which is an extension of money in politics these filthy traitors and then we have the corporate media problem which is all about you know they understand there's a coup happening but let's let's go back to uh, the inflation it's like three stories inflation coup and gas prices well there i think the coup is a little bit more important Because when the republicans get a hold of us, it's over, Booby. We're going to have inflation, gas prices, and a very large pool of poor to exploit. That'll be the rest of it. That'll be the middle class. This is what they're up to. There is, and meaning there is no middle class. When they get a hold of us, it's over. I mean, the middle class is already below the 50% of the population. They want... They're running... They're literally running on... Destroying social security and medicare. (sighs) Am I wrong? No. I wish I was. Mm, mm, mm. Right. Terry says... Democrats aren't prepared for this insanity. We're hanging by a thread. It's They're not. If That's what it feels like. They're not prepared. It's like living in denial. They are living in denial somehow. They think that modeling good behavior, appealing to them somehow, right? Appealing to their patriots. They're not fucking patriots. They're not. They're not capable. If they were capable, if the Supreme Court was legitimate... If they, ha- if they were decent people, they wouldn't be on the Supreme Court because they would not have participated in the coup. So say that, Democrats. Mm-mm-mm. Am I wrong? No. Am I right? Am I wrong? Uh oh. Look at Tara Jr. Jr. Isn't he good? <clears throat> I'm just trying to open that email I sent to myself. <gasps> Look, it's Ray. Ray, Ray. Where'd he go? Ray, Ray, honey. <laughs> you little bastard. <laughs> He's like, Meah. Ray. Ray, Ray. All right. Forget you. I already forgot you. Forgot you. I'm all about you. <sighs> yeah, so we have... That's what drives me crazy, too. The the mainstream media. They are almost guaranteeing, as if it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, that Republicans are taking, over oh, what is going to happen We're in the midterms if Republicans... Ta-. It's like as if it's already happened. And they break... And they start... Of um, resting the January sixth, here they turn the tables as if this is normal. That's why the republic—I mean the uh, the mainstream media—should not re- constantly recycle the gas story, the inflation story. There's so many other stories that need attention. It's not. It's like there's three stories. It's January 6th, gas prices and inflation. January 6th. Oh, in Ukraine, right? Am I, I mean, that's it. And then it's just around and around and around. Gas prices are up. Gas prices are up. Gas prices. They have never been this high. They've never been. What's Joe Biden going to do? It's going to be, 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 be. Well, um, there, I have a degree, a master's degree in communications, believe it or not. And, um, the media has, it's called agenda setting. They have the ability to set the agenda for the conversation, what people are talking about. They can talk about just about anything. Like, for example, that's why the fascists on, well, that's why fascists in general take over the media. That's the first thing they do. But uh, what, what what were they talking about on Fox News? I think Tucker Carlson was talking about, um, instead of, of course, they're not focusing on January 6th, he was talking about um, men again. You know, men are supposed to be under attack. Um, Instead of tanning his balls, he was saying how now i think there's low nicotine the, the tobacco industry is lowering the nicotine content in cigarettes and this is somehow making men into wussies these people are sick you understand like tucker Carlson, and, and especially really him he's a man he's telling everybody how to be a man when he is, he is the opposite of a man. I mean, whatever a man, the, the, the values that are associated with being a man. That's, you think of Tucker Carlson. What's the, what, what is that? A uh, man, nerd, what is a man? I mean, there was traditionally female qualities, right? Not that. And there's obviously overlap, Um uh, but men are supposed to be protective and strong and, uh. What else? Uh, well, I guess that's it, right? <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> but uh, that's—is that Tucker Carlson? He's manly. He's like the worst part of men. All the worst things that you can associate with with being a man. Just like there are bad things about women. Or female characteristics, right? That's him. Who is it? Hi- I mean, would somebody just make out with him already? Some man make out with him, or make love to him? Somebody take his take his hand, his face in their hands, and just put something in his mouth. <laughs> I and shut him up while. Giving him the love he needs, but of a man. And the mainstream media—it's like now I'm glad they're talking about fascism. They they say the F word, and we have some, some people who appear on mainstream media that get get it right. And um, who else? I think it was Eddie Glass. Was uh, was on one of the mainstream media, you know, one of the Morning Joe or something, and they he was saying there is no other story but the coup. There should be no other story, and this is a you know we're in uh, red alarm, red alert here. But it doesn't matter. Then they'll go. Let's go to Kornacki and the big board is, tr- and then they'll go into us. Oh, this is the other thing. They. I saw on MSNBC a a Kornacki and some other pundit talking about DeSantis as if he's a normal politician. When DeSantis is worse than Trump, and we know that, they're all like, oh, people are fleeing Trump and they're going to DeSantis, DeSantis is going to run for president. DeSantis is a fascist. If we think Trump is bad, DeSantis, DeSantis is the end of democracy, period. He's not uh, as incompetent as Trump. He reminds me of, uh, it's like Julius Caesar and Augustus. Julius Caesar, I mean, even though it's an insult to Julius Caesar to call, to relate him to Trump, but it's sort of like that. That's part of the reason he was assassinated. He was not deferential to the Senate. He didn't play the game. And then you get Augustus, who learned the lessons of, uh, of what Julius Caesar went wrong, went, you know, what did wrong. And uh, by the time he was done, the Republic was dead completely, even though if we went back in time, we would, and we interviewed average uh, Romans, they would say they're living in a Republic. Absolutely. They didn't know. They didn't, uh, they didn't call Augustus emperor. They didn't start calling him emperor until 200 years after his death. They called him the first citizen. That was the role like a president. Now, Just like we call Putin president. He's not a president. Uh, Xi in China is not a president. They call him president. And by doing that, it devalues the word president. It mixes it up. It's like president is now a king. You think when Trump, if he overthrows democracy and and makes himself president again, despite receiving fewer votes he's going to call himself president and that will be synonymous with King. And then we'll have, just like in the Roman Republic, we'll have the the obsequious Republican Senate bestowing all kinds of honors and powers and making it all look legitimate through the veneer of legality. But by the time they're done, it'll be dead. Everything will, the Republic will be dead. And um, we still will still have elections, just like the Romans still had elections. And they'll go through the motions. We, they went through the motions like we'll go through the motions. So I'm, I'm sick of it. Like, like even Steve Bannon, the clip I played earlier in the show of him saying it's going, it's going to be a blowout like 1932. Wait, what? What? Why? Why aren't they talking about that? Saying this guy's a fascist. He's on, he's openly plotting a coup right out there in the open with on his podcast. And here he is saying, we're going to be like Nazis. It's it's going to be like the beautiful 1932 where the Nazis became the majority. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. But um, here's another story corporate media doesn't report. Well, this is also from Newsweek. Who wrote this? Jack Bersford. Burf, the disparity between the charges incurred by patients in the US compared with other countries was thrown into sharp focus after a man who underwent surgery and spent a week in an Italian hospital without insurance shared a screenshot of his total bill. The Italian National, posting it to Reddit as, jo- as by Joy, that's the name, I guess, he went by, told Newsweek he suffered a series of bone, ligament, and tendon injuries around one of his knees while skiing with friends in the Alps. I was immediately brought to the ER. I got an MRI and was then scheduled for surgery, he said by joy said he went on to spend a week in the hospital. And while he recovered, he also under undergone, he also undergone physiotherapy. That's what it says. Undergone. He has, okay. He has also undergone physiotherapy since the accident in Italy. At the time he feared his medical costs would be, substantial as he had no form of insurance when the accident occurred however when he eventually got his bill he was delighted and relieved to see it was only 53 euros which equates to around 56 dollars and 53 cents are you fucking kidding me? Um, an injury like this is already a very annoying thing to happen to you. And I'm very glad I didn't have to pay absurd amounts of money because of it, he said. I'm very happy to be a European citizen. By Joy said he decided to share a screenshot of the bill to Reddit after seeing an extremely high medical bill from a U.S. movie. The post was subsequently upvoted around 88,000 times. Several stories have hit the headlines in recent months, detailing instances in which U.S. citizens have been left facing huge bills, whether they are insured or not. One woman was hit with a six-figure bill after initially being told that her surgery would just be over $1,000, In that instance, she was able to appeal, uh, probably because of the publicity. But one, uh, she appealed and won, but others have not been so fortunate. One woman was billed $600 for her son, who lived only three minutes and received no care. Meanwhile, imagine that. Isn't that nice? You know, you have a bing. Oh, he's dead. Bing, bing, chiching here's your bill, bitch. Pay up, fuck you, pay me. Fuck your dead kid, pay me. Meanwhile, a thread detailing the scary cost of U.S. health insurance went viral back in April. Little wonder, then, that a survey conducted by Pew Research in twenty twenty found that thirty-six percent of Americans were in favor of a single national government program for health insurance, while twenty-six called for a mix of private and government programs because people are dumb. They're fucking stupid and the media makes them so. They're not watching TARABUSTER, they're not listening to TARABuster unfortunately they're listening to the mainstream media that's like uh, telling them everyone loves private insurance which nobody loves private insurance nobody no fucking body tell me tell me about it okay nobody does people like going to the doctor that's what they like if we had a national health care program guess what you can go to the doctor. You go. You would go to any doctor you wanted to. They would send you to any any get any tests. There would be no co-payment, co-insurance, in-network, out-of-network. There would not be any bullshit. Uh, deductible. None of that. It's freedom. That's what freedom is. That's what a e pluribus unum means. That's what a fucking free society means. Being able to live this life. And we got each other's backs. You know? It doesn't mean that uh, we get to walk around with assault weapons. That's freedom. While people die without health care. Or in back alley abortions. This is... This is so sick. This country is sick. But worse than that, it's stupid. Nobody wants this. They're dumb. People say, oh, I want, 26 said they want a mix of private and government programs. Well, because you don't know any better. Guess what? If, because here's the other thing. If we had a national health care system, you want to buy insurance? Go right ahead, Booby. They have private insurance all over the world. You can buy extra shit. You can have a private hospital room. You can, you know, buy, if you want it. You want it, go get it. But insurance. I mean, uh, the the other thing when when um, Bernie had the debate with uh, Miss Lindsey Graham or Lady Graham, as he's as the uh, the rent boys he 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 rents calls him. He uh, says everybody supposedly loves their private insurance, and um, he tweeted that Bernie admits that your taxes will go up under Medicare for all. That's just how stupid Republicans are, and they count on the stupidity. Well, guess what? If your taxes go up, let's uh, they're not going to go up. If you pay $10,000 a year for your insurance, which is low, by the way, and God forbid you get sick. That's the other thing about private insurance. You're This is the problem. We are the only country that has uh, medical bankruptcies. That is abhorrent but the the heartening thing on the when when mrs when lady graham tweet tweeted that how uh Bernie admits taxes will go up because people he knows that people are just triggered you know it's like communities of color that that triggers them it's like uh, t- taxes go up trigger trigger trigger. the devil's in the details well they're not going up. <sighs> More uh, if you're already paying out of your ass for private insurance, and then God forbid if you have to use it, is you're coming out ahead if your taxes go up, uh, uh even if they go up 10%, this which isn't not even the, the which is not part of Bernie's plan anyway. You you make you come out ahead, no. And no other expenses. You pay your taxes, and if you get sick, you go to a doctor. And then if you need medicine, you get it. That's how it works. No bills come in the mail. And God forbid you get sick. This is the other thing with private insurance. God forbid you actually need it. I, I hate Republicans. I really do. Here's Because the problem is... We don't have a national health care system because of them, because of racism. It comes down to that as usual. I got mine. I got mine. And they don't want to share. They're incapable of sharing a society with people who have darker pigment. And this is what it comes down to. It has always been this way. And we fucked each other royally. And the, they use it to trigger the morons. That's why I'm so sick of it. I'm sick of everything. that We have so many problems. Not, and the Democrats don't fight. That's why I wish they would listen to this show. Because the way it has to be presented, yes, it's logical, obviously. We're on the right side of everything. Medicare for all is better. The United States, the, only the United States stands alone without guaranteeing health care as a right. And this is part of the reason this country is divided. And the, the, the fact is, you know, uh, the United States, healthcare care, non-system, your money or your life, that's the system, ranks dead last. Or next to dead last in all positive measures compared to the rest of the world. We rank dead last. So we we pay more, we get less, and we leave millions out. So how stupid is that? And then the Republicans are like, we got the best system in the world. And these fuckers, they just repeat it. Dumbasses because they're dumb and racist. And that's really what it comes down to. So let's see. Um, If any further reminding was needed by Joy's bill provided it, with many Americans on social media reacting with despair at the contrast in charges. Glassman88 commented, That is so amazing. Here in the U.S., I was in the ER for two hours and I was charged $14,900 before insurance. My out-of-pocket was $2,900 and then they want the total balance in 12 months. 90 Brabas said, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I can't imagine living in a country like that, to be honest. I would get stressed every time I got a fever. Yeah, that's how it is. That's why we this country sucks. That's why the life expectancy is going down and people are dying by death, by despair. Because there's none of this, there's no feeling of we're in this together. We're not. And then these fuckers just say, here, guns for all and healthcare for none. And then they whine and say, um, uh, the real problem's mental health, but I don't see any mental health, universal mental health plan. You know, they don't have any, they have nothing except greed and selfishness. According to them, greed, selfishness will set you free. And if it doesn't, we'll kick your ass with a tiki torch. And this is the problem. the Demo- And the Democrats, you know, stop pining for these fucking m- monsters like battered spouses pining for an abuser. But of course, the reason we have um, money in politics, we don't even have Democrats. I've, one of the things Democrats all agree, healthcare, everybody should get healthcare, right? But then you have Biden talking about, um, you know, he wants to uh, expand Obamacare, which, I mean, the whole thing with Obamacare, that, that's the other problem. Obamacare leaves millions behind. How is this acceptable? and that's democrats oh we want to give it to, we want to expand it to millions more well it still leaves millions behind and we want to expand it to millions more say, m- admitting that it leaves millions behind so this is better you know it's we are being we have been conditioned to to un, to just be like okay we're a country where we leave millions behind Never mind that whole e pluribus unum bullshit or general welfare bullshit. We leave millions behind and we call that freedom. It's uh, it's abominable. It's an abomination. And trust me, when the future looks back and they look at this show, which they will, hello from hell, uh, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm dead, but I'm not in hell. I mean, hell being the present United States 2020. I, I don't know what, where I'll be. I'll be in a, I'll be a part of a star like the rest of us, but, or not. I just want to say, uh, we tried, we understand, we understand that it sucks. Trust me. Not everybody's an asshole. Not everybody's a dumbass where some of us are actually capable of functioning in a democracy. We, we are trying to make this country live up to its founding promises. We're trying. But the greed, that's it. Greed is the poison. Greed of the few. And then they, they tickle all the other other uh, failings in the human condition. So how, how do you have a country... I I mean, that's even uh, the whole, uh, the irony of, of the filthy fascist Republican saying, make America great again, when they can't even be, they can't even make America good. They're not even good. How do you take greed, selfishness, and wrap it up in uh, a superior moral justification but that's what they do, of course. <sighs> yeah. I can't imagine living in a country like that. It it breaks my heart when I read that. I would get stressed every time I got a fever. And another added, I had an ER bill that I was there for a total of 15 minutes and the doctor Said to just call my regular doctor for a thousand dollars. I went to the ER for an infect- infected abscess last year. I just had to get it lanced and drained. I was there for about twelve hours because I went in at night and had to wait to see the doctor the next day. The charge was fifty-one thousand dollars. And I ended up owing about 4500 out of pocket. I'm still paying it off. Now, how do, you, how do you get ahead with that? You know, they're on all every... I bet you we turn on the corporate media right now. There'd be a story about the gas prices. Everybody's worried about the gas prices, but not about this. Not about health, wealth, mental health. You want to worry about mental health care? Stop stressing us out. But, of course, we have kids going through live shooter drills while their parents can't go to the fucking doctor. So, everybody's stressed. And then they're like, oh, gas prices, gas prices. Give me a Republican. Give me a break. Another commented, this makes me want to cry. I had a three-month hospital stay and a major heart surgery, and thank God I had good insurance from my parents because the total was over $3 million. I had to pay $15,000. God, the U.S. sucks at healthcare. That's not the only thing it sucks at. It just sucks at sucks at unity it sucks at understanding that greed shouldn't be the only american value and that's what it is and i wish the democrats would talk like that because if they did they would win you know if we had joe i mean joe biden has to be joe biden he is what he is you know corn pop and all he's part of the old school but all of the Democrats, like Nancy Pelosi, like get the go away. And then we have Democrats who are—I mean, who's that one that his name just went out of my head? The one he's—they—they—they—they they, they don't even agree on health care. They're like, oh, uh, I'm a big union supporter, and I don't want—and unions have negotiated these health care plans, which is basically saying that I got mine sucks to be you. Oh, well, how is that acceptable for a Democrat to say that? We're all conditioned to be, uh, um, you know, just, oh, well, fuck it. Oh, I ho- hope, I hope it's not me. But it's all of us. That's the thing. We all are affected by it. I don't see, um, but yeah, if you could think you're not, that's why death by despair. That's why we have these fucking morons walking around with tiki torches because we're not in this together. And Democrats have, that's the way they have to present it. Healthcare isn't just right morally and economically A a sound more feasible and more uh, basically, it's better because you get more for and, and you leave no one behind, and nobody has to go beg on GoFundMe. But it's a patriotic imperative. It's it is e pluribus unum in action, and that's how it has to be presented, and fought fought for. And thank God for Bernie, you know, because he's the one that never gave up, never stopped talking. Because it's he's right, everybody knows it. But the system is so entrenched with corruption and greed and stupidity and and propaganda. That's why you got to become a patron. I'm not kidding I mean I might I say it in f- whatever trying to be funny but I really am not kidding media is ground zero if we don't get the word out even this little dinky show it reaches people people and I get emails I've met people you guys you know that I would never have met. And I do believe that uh, it matters. We're making a difference. Slowly but surely. And otherwise, we don't have a sh- chance. We don't. Because they'll go online and they'll, they'll fall into uh, some bullshit on uh, Diamond and Silk talking about yeah you know, just they're just same old fucking greedy human shields for greed that's what they are but it, it it the democrats it's it's just amazing to me you know how how stupid but you know what i have to i guess it's not stupidity it's also it's it's calc- it's a calculating way um, you know to behave because they, they have to feed at the trough of greed too. And that should be unacceptable, but anyway, that's why the message they have to, it's like they have to walk this, this middle ground of, uh, you know, sucking on the corporate teeth while throwing some bones to the plebs and you know, it shouldn't it's enough enough. I I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, really. How much do you have to hate yourself as a human being to, to accept this? And as Americans, you know, all Americans should be outraged. But it's it's the racism and the propaganda. But they should be outraged to say that. Wait a minute, there is an industry that ma- that it makes buku bucks, denying people healthcare, and they um. And they are uh, they consistently rank dead last in all positive measures, meaning healthy lives. Let me see outcomes. I'll, let me look this up. Uh yeah cause I used to know it off the top of my head US healthcare cuz they do this assessment every year US healthcare ranks last in all positive measures There we go Yeah Commonwealth fund let's see Every year, U.S. healthcare—it's like here's a here's a twenty twenty one. I mean, you could just go back. There's all these articles. Every year they do a ranking. U.S. health system ranks last among high-income countries in global health. U.S. spends more of its gross domestic product on healthcare than any other high-income country. Yet ranks last in access to care, administrative efficiency, equity, and health care outcomes. According to an analysis by the nonprofit Commonwealth Fund, the rankings are based on surveys conducted in 2017, 18, and 20, and represent samples of patients and primary care physicians in Australia, Canada, France, Germany, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Sweden, Switzerland, the UK, and the United States. So of all those countries, now it's, it used to be that we ranked next to dead last in, in some of the measures, but now we rank dead last in all the measures. That's what it seems unreal unreal so we spend more we get less we leave millions behind and yet we these these fascist fucks dare say that we have the best health care system in the world well, we have the best, frankly, that's it. We have the best anything if you're rich. If you're rich, you can get anything you want. But it's not the best health care in the world if you have to pay off your medical bills or declare medical bankruptcy or you delay care because you uh, only wait to the last minute. Now, we uh, there are 65, it used to be, as far as I remember, Less, I remember quoting a statistic, 35,000 a year needlessly died without health care. But I've I've heard Bernie quoting 65,000 a year dying without health care. So it's gotten worse. And that's, how, how do we allow that? You know? No wonder. And then they, that, the thing that gets me is then you'll hear Democrats and Republicans g- lamenting our divided country. Well, we're divided because you divide us. We have been divided deliberately by greed. <sighs> Let's see. Oh, here is a giant trash fire. Woman breaks down because of scary cost of U.S. health care. And this is another one? Wait. A Twitter thread claiming to offer a sobering breakdown of how health insurance in the U.S. Work, works has gone viral. The thread was posted by a woman writing under the handle Taylor, and has been retweeted over 23,000 times. According to the CDC, when it comes to healthcare, an estimated 11.5% of the adult, of the U.S. adult population is uninsured, which equates to around 31 million Americans. If that number, wait, wait, yet, if the numbers detailed in InfoSex viral thread are correct, it's not difficult to see why projection of this kind is unattainable for some. Protection, not projection. Writing on Twitter, the woman said she was posting the thread because she's aware that most of her non-U.S. friends probably were not aware of the country's health system, of the U.S. health system. She wrote, I realize that my non-U.S. friends probably don't know how U.S. insurance works. So let's say your employer offers insurance. They pay a portion and then you pay a portion. For a family... The employee pays an average about four hundred a day per pe- per pay. Excuse me, four hundred per pay cycle, or ten thousand four hundred a year. Hold on, it's opening. This does not mean that all your medical care is then covered by insurance. Nope, not even close. Most doctor visits have a copay, meaning you pay this to even be seen. It's anywhere between two hundred or 20 dollars $20 to two hundred depending on emergencies. That's absolutely true. Insurance also requires you pay a deductible before they start to kick in. So let's say your deductible is a thousand dollars. That means for each visit you owe this thousand dollars before they start covering. But then they negotiate with hospitals. So an MRI out of pocket might cost five thousand dollars but through insurance only 400 so you pay 400 until you reach your deductible so let's say your employer oh yeah I wrote that that I read that they're just repeating it and uh, but that's where things get complicated again info infotech Taylor says insurance companies will often negotiate yes 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 we know that after a while, there is a maximum out-of-pocket for each year, which means you pay $20,000 out-of-pocket for all these little visits, and then insurance will cover anything for the year at 100%. So God forbid you get very sick and can't, well, let's say you can't work. You still got to pay. Let's say you need cancer treatment or some, or some chronic disease. You could reach your max, and then it, it zeroes out again. So you owe 20000 and then you owe another 20000 It's just, it's fucking unconscious. This is why people declare bankruptcy. Oh, but insurance doesn't cover everything. They, they agree on certain exclusions, like maybe they don't cover an ambulance ride or only partially cover major dental If something happens, oh, they typically don't cover regular dental or eye care at all, because you have to buy different insurance for that. She claims there's also something called max out-of-pocket. She claims, no, that's what happens, which means that these out-of-pockets costs hit a certain figure. The insurance will cover the costs for the year. But again, it's uh, not entirely straightforward. It's true. It's a hundred percent. Absolutely true. And the insurance only negotiates with certain doctors and clinics. So if you don't use them, they only cover your care 50% instead of 80%. And the deductibles are higher. So you have two tiers of deductibles, but if you get hospitalized, the insurance might cover some part of the facility and nurses but not the doctors or the anesthesiologists or the physical therapists or out of network so you have to pay more without any say in the matter and any medical facilities even er's can just choose not to take your take your insurance that's the truth Uh, the woman warns that in an event someone is hospitalized they might find that insurance covers the facilities and nurses, but not the doctor. Yes, yes, they're just repeating what she said here in the article. (sighs) Well, I don't understand why they're writing it like this. She also claims that some medical facilities can even choose not to take your insurance. What do you mean she also claims? You're a fucking writer. Why don't you do some research? It's not a claim. It's the truth. She also claims that's, well, that's an easy thing to look up. Let's see. The doctor, let's see, uh, Infotech Taylor alleges that the problems extend to prescriptions. That's the truth. And treatments with insurance companies about to step in and dictate care. So they say that, let's say you, you bang up your knee and need an MRI plus surgery. The doctor agrees, and you agree, but the insurance company says no. You need to try physical therapy first. Oh, yeah, that's happened. My, I told you about my sister, who had three babies. My sister had three kids. First, to, she had to have C-sections for all her children. Then... So she had two C-sections. Then she had her insurance. The third baby, the insurance would not pay for the C-section. The doctor was like, "Well, we're not, we're just going in for the C-section because you've already had two. We we've been down this road." And uh, the insurance company said n- they wouldn't approve it. And they said, "Just try. You got to just try to have it naturally." So she was in pain for twenty-four hours. And the baby was stressed. Who cares, right? It's just fucking, who cares? It's, you're just nothing to them. You're nothing but a dollar. They don't want to pay for your care. If if they, for all they give a shit, the baby dies. Until finally they approved the C-section, which is what the doctor wanted us to do right from the get-go. But it's about Money. And it's it's uh, immoral, uncon incon- un- is it unconscionable? Yeah, unconscionable, and uh, it is not cost effective. It's it's really the mark of self loathing, because I have to say, how much do we have to hate ourselves to let it continue, right? to to defend this system? It's sick. This is it's like we are in a cult, you know of of greed and some of the the dumbasses they love it there they're like yes the beatings will continue until morale improves give me my gun and let me go shoot something so i don't remember how much it sucks living here and the gas prices you know oh gas prices so high gas prices Never mind, you know, the the corporate media never, ever digs in. Well, why is it everybody's so stressed out about gas? First of all, we talked about it on the last show, how we wouldn't even have to be here if not for Republicans, because if we had continued with Carter's energy plan, we would have already been free from foreign oil and been on renewable energy systems primarily yet okay so uh reagan kept us as mate well rolled us back and into big being big oil's bitch so but there's no connection don't don't connect the dots and what about okay let's putting that aside the fact that if the the last time oil prices were this high uh whatever it is a barrel um Gas prices were two dollars less, so the obviously the big oil companies are price gouging, like uh, like the corporations are, and using this 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 time masking it as if yeah, as an excuse, but also if we had a functioning middle class instead of one that was below 50% of the population where 80% live paycheck to paycheck, which is not a middle class, by the way, uh, people would be able to better traverse the ups and downs of the economy, you know? But, of course, never. It's like they, they, they go after Biden... As if, you know, he can raise wave a magic wand and fix something in a worldwide economic crisis. And they don't ever dig in deep and say, well, why is it that if gas prices go $2 higher, everyone ha- are, is struggling? People have to choose between, so, so they say, between, you know, one thing, eating or whatever. Or fucking gas. or You know what I mean? So why don't you put... Why aren't you talking about the um, economically... The economic disparity. The income inequality and upward immobility. If people were making living wages... They'd be able to get through this time. Oh, what do I know? I'm just doing a Tower Buster podcast. Am I wrong? Yes. <laughs> Errol Thomas says, what did the White House used to have in common with McDonald's? A clown named Ronald. Absolutely, ludicrously. All right. I'm looking at the time. Guys, listen, listen, listen. Listen, listen, listen. Look at Tara Jr. Junior, look how cute he is. Ray Ray. Ray Ray. He's jealous. He wakes up. Dad, hi, honey. Thank you, Terry. Terry says you're not wrong, Terry. Ray Ray. Ray Ray. When I shut, snap my fingers, sometimes he comes. Ray Ray. He's fucking, it's a lost cause. All right. Um, when I, uh, let's see, listen, listen, listen. We're going to meet back here tomorrow. And we're going to hang out again at our regularly scheduled time of liberal talk. And hanging out. Liberal talk, hanging out on the right side of decency, dignity. Humanity, democracy. <laughs> Robin is <laughs> funny. So funny. Robin says, so funny you call him by your name, Tara. I know. It's weird, isn't it? Because it seems he's a Tara. He's Tara. And sometimes I hear myself, I'm like, Tara, get in here. He is Tara Jr. Hey, Tara. Take the answers. That's my little Tara Jr. Jr. All right, guys. Um, thank you again, Jim and Irene and Richard W. And everyone on the on the chat. And all of the patrons at patreon.com. Slash Devil. I really want to thank you. We will win. We will. We have a lot to do, though. We have a lot to talk about. And I want to uh, thanks for getting the word out for the Terror Buster community, inviting your friends, inviting your friends to listen to Terror Buster and keep on coming back because you're worth it. Work it, you're worth it. And we will win. And thank you for, thank you Progressive Voices and APS Radio News and Rockfin.com and... FYINation.com for hosting Terrorbuster on your platforms. Please support the independent liberal media because without it, we're sunk. So we'll see what happens tomorrow, but we will meet back here. Let's hang out. It's a nice Friday night. Everybody, get your coffee and chill out. Whatever else you want to put in your coffee, that's your choice. Um, but I, I don't drink anymore or do drugs cuz i was um, in recovery one day at a time but i i'm just saying get back get your ass back here at 8 around 8 8:30 8 to 8:30 p.m. eastern standard time you're good you're good robin do not worry <laughs> we will win My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you so much. Yes, keep taking it a day at a time, Tara. I will. Thank you, Errol. We stick together. We win. And thank you all. Thank you, Jim and Irene and Richard and Haiku. And Terry Taylor. And uh, thank you, Haiku, for being the moderator. And thank you, Play Dave. And Winston. And Jonathan. And Robin. And Covert White Rabbit. Thank you so much, guys. Who else did I miss? Anybody? I hope not. If I did, I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, Els. And we stick together. We win. I'll see you. Lavender. Thank you, Lavender. And Winston. Thank you. I'll see you guys tomorrow night.